This is the Yay Area Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Littman, and today is April 22nd, 2020, day before the NFL draft, so I thought we'd do a Yay Area Sports Podcast mock draft. We'll run through the entire first round, and then after we'll go over some trades and some other situations that might happen. After that, we'll also take a look at what the 49ers could do, um, not having a pick in rounds two, three, or four uh, could definitely cause them to move out of one of these picks in the first round. So starting off with the first pick in the mock draft, the Cincinnati Bagels will select Joe Burrow. Now let's not overthink this. This is a very straightforward pick for them. Um, there's definitely no way they're going to trade out of this as well. Joe Burrow had the best season as a quarterback in college football history. And Roots in Ohio makes him playing for his hometown team. This is definitely something that the Dolphins could think about moving up for. However, I don't think they're going to give up four first-round picks to get up and get Burrow. Um, that being said, I've also heard <clears throat> some rumors that Burrow would sit out and pull an Eli Manning. Definitely not going to happen. He will suit up um, week one for the Bengals. With the second pick, I have the Washington Redskins taking Chase Young, defensive end out of Ohio State. Now, this is the second year in a row that a defensive end has gone out of Ohio State at pick number two. Last year, of course, was Nick Bosa, and I think... Chase Young is going to be on that similar path as Nick Bosa. The Redskins have field calls about trading down. However, I don't think this team can trade down uh, due to the opportunity to get a once-in-a-generational generational ed talent at edge rusher. Um, that being said, he's a disruptor, and he's definitely going to help Ron Rivera's new defense um, as they get that set up in Washington. So the first two picks are basically a unanimous lock. I think everyone knows Burrow's one, Chase Young is two. Once you get to pick three, that's when things start to get interesting. Now, I have the line staying put and drafting Jeff Okuda out of Ohio State, the cornerback. He's definitely the best cornerback in the draft. Um, he's a very, let's call it a Patriots-style um, cornerback, which is what Matt Patricia wants. And after trading Darius Slay, there's definitely a need on the back end, a defensive back for the Detroit Lions. At number four, we have the New York Giants, and I have them taking Isaiah Simmons linebacker out of Clemson. Simmons is a very versatile and talented defender, as we've seen in recent draft history. That being said, he doesn't really have a straight position. He could also be considered a safety, um, as well as that uh, hybrid linebacker. Um, I do think the Giants can't pass up on a talent like this. If you watch the tape from his season last year, he is absolutely explosive. Um, I do think he's going to be a better better hybrid than, say, um, Peppers was for the Browns. Um, going forward, though, I think it's a very solid pick for the New York Giants. The second quarterback off the board is going to be Tua Tagovailoa out of Alabama, and he's going to go to the Dolphins. Um, wouldn't surprise me to see a team move up for Tua as well, or even Justin Herbert, um, but if he's available, I do think um, the Dolphins will take him to be their quarterback. That being said, there are some injury concerns. Obviously, he had multiple injuries and knee injuries at the University of Alabama, um, but I do think uh, Tua will, could be your you know stereotypical next Drew Brees um, if he can stay healthy and if the Dolphins can build around him. At number six, we have the San Diego Chargers, and after letting Philip Rivers walk, I do believe they're also going to go back to the quarterback pot, um, and they will be taking... Justin Herbert, quarterback out of Oregon. I do think Herbert is better than what the Chargers currently have on the roster. Um, there have been some concerns about arm strength, but being a Pacific Western Coast guy, um, I do think Herbert will translate perfectly fine to the NFL. Um, shout out to my Oregon fans. I know if I try to bash Herbert, they'll come after me. But um, I do, bias aside, think Herbert will be 
um, a solid quarterback in the NFL. The next pick is the Carolina Panthers, um, who have a new coach as well. Um, that being said, I do think their pick is one of the steals of the top 10, um, with them taking defensive tackle Derek Brown out of Auburn. I didn't get to watch a ton of Auburn games, however, the, what I did get to watch, he was always a factor on the defensive front. Um, very powerful, just throwing blockers off of him. He can rush as well as stop the run. Um, Carolina does need help on the run the running game um, on their defense. I, we did see the Niners run right through them last season. However, I do think he is going to be an all-pro kind of guy and a great pick for the Panthers at number seven. Pick eight in the draft is the Arizona Cardinals. And as a 49er fan, obviously, I always keep an eye on that Western Division teams. Um, they probably made the biggest splash in free agency, trading for DeAndre Hopkins uh, to pair with Kyler Murray. That does even make Kyler Murray a fantasy quarterback option for me um, as I get ready to draft up with the boys down the road. Um, however, in the draft, I do have them taking Dredrick Wills, tackle out of Alabama. Um, I think the Cardinals really struggled protecting Kyler Murray last year. Um, he kind of looked like Russell Wilson multiple years ago where he was just running for his life. And uh, picking Wills here, he's probably the most solid um, tackle. will really help bolster the line, give uh, Murray more time, and let him dish the ball out to the plethora of offensive weapons that he has now down in the desert. At nine, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. And just like the Cardinals after getting rid of um, Nick Foles um, and looking like they're going to stick with uh, Garner Minshew, um, they, I have them also taking a tackle as well. And then the tackle is going to be Makai Becton, um, tackle out of Louisville. Um, this pick is, well... You know, it's it's a safe pick. Um, they definitely need to shore up the offensive line. Uh, the Jaguars have been maybe one of the busiest teams in the offseason, trading a lot of people away to get picks. Um, I do think in this situation they do take the best tackle on the board. Um, they do have to go with Becton. At 10 with the Browns, I have them also taking a tackle. We're on a little tackle run here. Um, taking Tristan Worf's tackle out of Iowa. Um, perhaps the most athletically gifted offensive tackle in the class, um, which we saw on display at the Combine. Um, Worf will continue to push the upgrade um, at the offensive line for the Browns, who again, just like the Jags and um, also the Cardinals, had a big time struggle uh, to protect Baker Mayfield. Um, I'm still not a Baker Mayfield fan. I do think he should be considered a bust um, as a first-round pick, um, and I do also, as a Niner fan, love seeing uh, Nick Bosa absolutely dominate him last season. Um, I do think Worfs is a great pick. Um, he's going to be their Joe Staley, a big athletic tackle that can swing. Will also help their run game with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt going in next year. Um, I do think the Browns are continuing to upgrade their roster, and now with the new coach, um, I think Freddie Kitchens was a horrible hire, so it'll be nice uh, to see kind of a fresh start, um, and hopefully Baker can rebound a little bit. However, um, at the same time, I, I do think he might lose his starting job this season. So just like we went on a run of tackles, I think now is time for the run of wide receivers. Um, at 11, the New York Jets take CeeDee Lamb, wide receiver out of Oklahoma. Now the Jets need playmakers on the perimeter, especially after losing Robbie Anderson to free agency, and I think CeeDee Lamb might be the best perimeter wide receiver on the board. He's a ruthless run-after-catch artist, um, as well as very solid hands um, to help Sam Darnold get some more options. At 12, we have the first pick 
in the history of the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, as a Niner fan, it is still sad to see them leave Oakland, um, but I also have John Gruden reaching into the wide receiver pot and get, getting Jerry Judy wide receiver out of Alabama. Now, Judy is the ultimate technician at wide receiver. Um, he's a very possessing uh, wide receiver, great hands, great route running. Not the best on top speed. However, those qualities will definitely appeal to Matt Mayuk and John Gruden um, and help bolster that Raider offense for Derek Carr or if he loses out to the backup quarterback, Marcus Mariota. At 13, the San Francisco 49ers acquired the 13th pick by trading DeForest Buckner. Um, as much as I loved Buckner as a player, this was the right move, especially when it comes to salary cap. But with the 13th pick in the Area Sports Podcast mock draft, the 49ers select wide receiver Henry Ruggs III out of Alabama. Now, there's a lot of talk about maybe a defensive tackle or an offensive tackle. Um, Javon Kinlaw comes to mind for a defensive tackle, but I do think... Uh, Kyle Shanahan's offense made Marquise Goodwin a number one wide receiver in 2018, and I do think Henry Ruggs kind of replaces him and is a better option going forward. Um, Henry Ruggs has been co compared a lot to Tyreek Hill, and obviously in the heartbreaking Super Bowl loss, the Niners got a full dose of what Tyreek Hill can do to an offense, and I do think without a doubt if Ruggs is on the board, the Niners do select him here at 13. At 14 is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and obviously getting Tom Brady in the offseason um, is definitely the big highlight for them. However, they did make a splash yesterday as well, um, trading a fourth-round pick to the New England Patriots to reunite Brady and Rob Gronkowski. Um, now, this does make an interesting situation for O.J. Howard, um, the other tight end there, whether they want to go with the big double tight end set, or Howard is also a very um, wanted trade chip as well if the Buccaneers want to trade into the back into the first round or um, trade Howard to acquire some more picks later in the draft. However, I do have them taking a tackle here um, to protect Brady for them. It's a win now. Brady doesn't have that many years left. Um, they do take Andrew Thompson, Thomas, excuse me, um, out of Georgia. Uh, protecting Tom Brady is obviously going to be their number one priority, um, and just shoring up that offensive line will really um, help them uh, get that done. At 15, we have the 49ers' favorite trade partner, the Denver Broncos. I have them taking wide receiver Justin Jefferson out of LSU. Um, that being said, they've missed out on the top three wide receivers. Obviously, they still want to get some firepower on the outside, and I think Jefferson will hold down that spot. Um, being opposite of their other star, Cortland Sutton, um, Drew Locke definitely needs some backup um, with a abysmal passing attack last year. The other option they could do here is also go offensive tackle to obviously protect their young quarterback um, up in the mountains. At 16, I have the Atlanta Falcons taking Blavin Chasson out of LSU. He's an edge rusher. Um, Tiger teammates go back-to-back -back here in the middle of the first round. Um, he has potential for a double-digit sack season um, to help bring about the end of the Falcons' long-standing search for a consistent edge pressure after whiffing on Vic Beasley a couple years ago. At 17, you have America's team, the Cowboys. I have them taking a cornerback, C.J. Henderson, out of Florida. Now, there's been a lot of reports recently that Henderson is just right up there with Jeff Okuda. I do not believe that is the case. Um, I may just have a hunch against football players out of the state of Florida, um, but I do think he is a very solid option that the Cowboys would be delighted if he falls to them at 17. At 18, the Miami Dolphins are back on the board, and with the 18th pick, I have them taking Xavier McKinney, safety out of Alabama. 
Um, I think this is a solid pick for the Dolphins. They do have one more pick that they could think about maybe trading out, but this definitely shores up the back end of their defense. Um, and if they get McKinney here, that's a very solid, um, safe pick for the Dolphins. At 19, we get to the Raiders' second pick in the first round. Um, I think they take defensive tackle out of South Carolina, Javon Kinlaw here. Um, admittedly, I feel bad for how low Kinlaw fell on this draft. Um, however, I think the Raiders would love it if they can steal Kinlaw here. He's a very disruptive defensive tackle. He could pair up next to Clean Farrell after last year, who's looking like a little bit of a bust after the Raiders took him fourth overall. At 20, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars' second pick. Um, after trading A.J. Boye and Jalen Ramsey last season, um, they go to a cornerback and they take Jalen Johnson, cornerback out of Utah. Um, he's a very physical wide receiver, very tall and lengthy. Um, I do think he fits well in that Jaguar system um, and is a very solid pick for the Jags at 20. At 21, I have the Philadelphia Eagles taking Kenneth Murray, linebacker out of Oklahoma. Um, I did originally have the Eagles taking a wide receiver here. However, with the top four um, wide receivers off the board, I do think the Eagles would be smart um, not to miss the speedy tackler out of OU. Um, to definitely shore up the middle of their defense, he's going to be a very solid player. Um, I think more of like a um, Roquan Smith for the Bears. Um, I believe that's a great pick uh, for the Eagles at 21. At 22, the Minnesota Vikings select Yutur Gross Matos, edge rusher at a Penn State. Now, Minnesota's decision not to re-sign Everson Griffin looms large here, um, and I think the team definitely needs to fill a void, um, and so Gross Matos fits that spot, and it's a very good value pick um, to pair up next to edge rusher um, Daniil Hunter as they go into the 2020 season. At 23, the New England Patriots, I have them taking quarterback Jordan Love out of Utah State. I think the pick of Love is very similar to the Patrick Mahomes pick a few years back. Um, I love Love's skill set. However, playing for Utah State, obviously, that's not a big program team. Um, that being said, I do think the Patriots are very happy here taking Love to eventually be the replacement of Tom Brady, which is definitely some big shoes to fill. At 24, the New England Saints take Patrick Queen, LSU linebacker. Uh, Queen doesn't have to go very far uh, as he makes the move from college to the pros. He was a national champion with LSU in 2019, um, and he will have a very legit shot at capturing a championship with the tailing end of the Drew Brees company. Now that they have Michael Thomas as well as Emmanuel Sanders on the outside, that is a very scary offense um, in 2020. At 25, the Vikings have their second pick in the first round, and I have them taking cornerback A.J. Terrell out of Clemson. Now, Terrell didn't look great um, in the national championship game. However, the tape does show that he is a very physical, can-be dominating wide receiver. And after the Vikings moved on from Xavier Rhodes, Trey Waynes, and Mackenzie Alexander in the offseason, um, it's time to replenish the cornerback position, and Terrell fits the ball really well. At 26, the Dolphins have their third pick in the first round, and with that pick, they take DeAndre Swift, running back out of Georgia. I think Swift is probably one of the most explosive running backs in the class. He's definitely going to be the most pro-ready. Um, the other one would be, obviously, Jonathan Taylor, but I don't see Taylor going this high. And for the Dolphins to take him as their third pick, that's a great first-round haul for the Miami Dolphins. At 28, the Baltimore Ravens select A.J. Apensa out of Iowa. He's a defensive end there. Um, Apensa provides some 
positional versatility up front, um, and he can definitely be a good fit no matter what team he falls to. I do think um, the Lions need to shore up that defensive line a little bit and find a replacement for C.J. Mosley. I think Espenza definitely fits that bill, and he will be the pick for the Ravens at 28. I also just realized I skipped pick 27, so let me back up a second. We'll go to pick 27. Uh, it's fitting that it is the Seahawks as well. But at the 27th pick, the Seattle Seahawks take Isaiah Wilson, tackle out of Georgia. He's a big, powerful offensive lineman. Um, definitely is what the Seattle Seahawks need after struggling to protect Wilson yet again. Um, they also need to help the run game in Seattle as well, so picking Wilson here is a good pick. Um, sorry to the Seahawks fans that I skipped this pick in the first place, but at 27, Isaiah Wilson, tackle out of Georgia. At pick 29, I have the Tennessee Titans taking Ross Blacklock, defensive tackle out of TCU. Um, I think the Titans definitely could have gone offensive tackle here, depending on how the draft falls before them, um, but definitely Blacklock definitely a little bit raw but for a titans defensive line this will be a definite upgrade as well as a nice insurance into the future um, blacklock is also a guy i had the niners maybe taking at 31 if they decide to keep the 31 pick however i do think about a 90 percent chance that the niners let that 30 pick go and pick up a second and third round pick at 30, the Green Bay Packers, I think if Jordan Love is off the board, uh, they definitely will not look quarterback here. Um, and in that case, I do have them taking Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver out of Arizona State. Um, I love this pick, and so will Aaron Rodgers, obviously. Um, the P Packers need an upgrade at the wide receiver room. Um, after, after Adams, they really don't have a big two wide receiver, and I think Ayuk gives the Packers that speed and explosiveness that they need um, to help shore up that passing part of the offense. At 31, we have the San Francisco 49ers second first round pick, which is cornerback Trayvon Diggs out of Alabama, a big physical former wide receiver who will make plays on the ball and be able to definitely tackle, um, will be opposite of Richard Sherman. Like I said earlier, though, I do think the Niners trade this pick away to get some more mid-round picks, and that's where they do address the cornerback position. Um, I do have some options that the Niners could go. We'll talk about that after um, the Chiefs pick at 32. Now, the Kansas City Chiefs, obviously, they beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl. They're also returning 20 of the 22 starters next season. In other words, they really don't need a lot. Um, however, I do think they pick Cesar Ruiz, the center out of Michigan. Just another way to shore up that offensive line and protect Mahomes, which is their big franchise guy. Um, I think it's a safe pick, and I th really don't think the Kansas City roster really needs a big boost anywhere else. Um, so I think Ruiz is the pick at 32. So there you have it. That's the Yay Area Sports Podcast mock draft the day before the draft. We'll also do a post-draft review as well. Um, but let's kind of break down some 49er options as they go into this draft. Um, a lot of options, a lot of players. Um, definitely the three wide receivers are the big ones that I really think the Niners could go after. My favorite, obviously, is going to be Ruggs. Um, I think I'm perfectly happy with C.D. Lamb as well. Um, Jerry Judy is the only one that kind of gives me a little concern just due to the in injury problem that he had. Um, I think... Lamb and Ruggs are the safer pick, and if we get either two of those, that would be fantastic. Um, I'm not opposed to Javon Kenlaw either at 16. I do hope the Niners stay away from a cornerback, which would be C.J. Henderson. Um, I think that's a little too early for him. Um, and then 
Ken Law would definitely be the replacement for DeForest Buckner. Um, I've only heard some great things about him. He did say on uh, Bleacher Report that he did want to come to the San Francisco 49ers if he had his own choice. Um, but I do think, I, I hope, the Niners go with the wide receiver to really give that offense another shot that they need. The running game is obviously there. I would love to see the Niners add a wide receiver after losing Emmanuel Sanders in the offseason. So I'll finish this pre-draft mock-out with my seven round for the 49er. Um, I do think Ruggs is the pick at 13. Um, and then the Niners will trade the 31st pick to the Texans uh, for second round pick number 40, third round pick number 90, and fifth round pick 171. Um, now, in this situation, I have uh, Jalen Johnson slipping um, to the second round, and the Niners pick him up at 40. Um, in the third round, they take Jordan Elliott, defensive tackle, out of Missouri. Um, in the fourth round, uh, Colby Parkinson is the tight end out of Stanford. I'd love to see him come down uh, the coast to Santa Clara. Um, in the fifth round, Jonah Jackson, offensive guard out of Ohio State. Very solid blocker. Really fits the Niners scheme. It's a great pick in round five at 171. At 176, the Niners take in... Antone Brooks Jr., safety out of Maryland. Big, heavy, hard-hitting safety. That's a good backup for Jimmy Ward or Jaquaski Tart, especially with rumors that Tart is on the trade block. Um, in round seven, Darius Anderson running back out of TCU. Um, this is in case of injury. Obviously, I think the Niners are pretty set at the running back, but at that point, he's a good value pick there. Um, any questions or anything like that, feel free to shoot them to the Facebook page. Um, like I said, we'll do another mock draft, um, or not a mock draft, a post-draft um, recap after the draft tomorrow night. It'll be very exciting to see how things play out. Um, hopefully everyone is staying safe with this coronavirus as well. Definitely pretty scary times, and hopefully we can get back to sports um, pretty soon. Um, I'll definitely try to bring more content now that I am working from home and definitely have some extra time. Um, would love to interact with you guys, the fans, as well. Um, that being said... Hope you guys have a great day and uh, happy draft day tomorrow.